Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. We hey, are peeps. Always <laughs> excited to be with you. But today we are going to talk about empty nest. Now, now what? what? <laughs> so you know it's bound to happen. Those little rugrats grow up and leave you. Yes, moms, I said it. They leave you. Sad. <laughs> Unless so you're sad. the clinging mom that never wants your child to leave your side. And, well, that's a whole, whole other, other episode. episode. <laughs> We're going to have to have lots of episodes on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me explain something first. I'm not talking about um, just your kid going away to college and leaving home. Um because sometimes your child does decide to stay local and go to a college that's closer to home. But I'm talking about like when they're growing up, like whether they finish college or something, they're ready to move out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, they're gone. Right. 100%. And it's just you and your hubby and you find Mm -hmm. yourselves all alone with no children, 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 no (laughs) children, no children, children's This is a harder subject than I thought. No um, children to interrupt your conversation um, or butt into your conversation or hog your conversation uh, by walking in. Anything in your life. That's Any all they kind do. of conversation. They just interrupt. Yeah. All the time. And um, and they they're kind of a filler, you know, in your lives. So now all of a sudden it's like, boom, that last child has gone, and you're sitting across the room from each other, and you're thinking. I have to talk to this person for the rest of the night and for the rest of my life. And so um, I know uh, what Mike and I went through, but Rhonda, you're just a few years off from being an empty nester. So what are your thoughts? Scared, excited, all of the above? Um, I think a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, your children fill a lot of your life so much of the time and you get used to being in that crazy busy chaos all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. sports and, you know, have to take them here and there. And so Mm -hmm. I think... In a weird way, like nature kind of does it for, helps you out a little bit because they become more and more independent. Like they start driving and then, you know, they have a little more, you have a little more freedom, a little more time in your schedule. Um, I also, don't think, they're a little more irritating where yeah. you're like, yeah, you can go now. Yeah. No, so I was just, it's so funny that you said that. I was just telling my mom and look at my poor daughter. She's going to be mad at me when she hears this episode because don't like, name, I don't love name her. It could be either know, one. Could be we either don't one. know. I love her, but I'm also like. It's like she's more of a guest in our host house mm-hmm, now than, mm-hmm. you know, she, because she doesn't live here full time. Mm-hmm. So it is different. It changes. Um, yeah. I will say that the part I am excited to do, which Jason and I have started to do a little more, is we get to date again. And yeah. not that we didn't. I think dating is really important throughout everything. It's like, different. But it is different mm-hmm. because you don't have to plan out the dates mm-hmm. quite so much because they're not here. So and you, you can, can take all the time you yeah, want. You can go yeah. to dinner on a Thursday mm-hmm. night if you want to or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm excited. But, you know, I mean, it is going to be a different chapter for me. So mm-hmm. how about you? Like you've gone through it. It's the same thing. It's like we we started telling people we were dating again, mm-hmm. um, which it does become if you have a good relationship. Yeah. If not, I will say. 
you know, people get shocked when they hear, oh my gosh, after 20 years of marriage or 30 years of marriage, they're divorcing. Isn't that and so common though? Like you so, hear a lot of people. Because what happens is the kids are the filler, mm-hmm. right? They, they interrupt you don't have to deal with the spouse. Mm-hmm. If you already in a crazy relationship where you're not close to each other and nurturing that relationship, you just coincide with it. It's like your roommates, right? right? And then the kids are the filler. Now the kids are gone and you haven't nurtured that romantic side of your relationship in six, 10 years. Like my husband just had another friend that he talked to someone from, uh, in his workplace that, he said, yeah, my wife and I are getting divorced after 20 years. And he said, but actually we've only been, we've just been roommates for the last six. Yeah, I, hear I, that, thought, I hear that, that a lot so too. sad because in six years, now that the last kid has left the nest, he's decided they both decided to get a divorce. But my husband said he sounded really sad about it. And I said, but for six years, they didn't try working mm-hmm. on nurturing their yeah. relationship. They just yeah. let it ride. And then the last kid left the house they're empty nesters and they're like, we don't even like each other. We haven't even talked to each other. Yeah. So Mike and I, um, it's so funny. I remember about, I want to say a month after our youngest went away to college, um, we were having dinner at home one night. We had fallen into this routine of like on a Friday night, we would make a cocktail and cook dinner and I would sit at the counter and he'd be finishing up some stuff and we would just chat and chat and it was just like a fun time. We talked for probably three hours and then we looked at each other and we were like, okay, what else do we do now? Because normally a kid would pop right. in at that point and right. be like, hey, I'm home. Just come pop yeah. it in. And, and then you'd have a conversation like, oh, with them. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And so it was like, we're looking at each other. We go, oh my gosh, this is the rest of our lives. Like there is no filler. And so we kind of looked over and we said, huh, you want to watch a movie together? Yeah. And we started laughing because we were like, we had nothing else to talk about. And there was no, it was empty. It was, it's quiet. It changes. And so we've discovered like we do the talking, the dinner, the whatever. And then now we have our fun little programs like Mike loves Hawaii Five-0 and like MacGyver. Oh my gosh. And so we'll tape it. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll get you down on it. Yeah. It sounded like a hundred movies. We're going to tape it. We're going to record it. We're going to record it. I'm going to press the record track. button and the play button. <laughs> oh, no. And so... um We'll get done with dinner and uh, on a Friday night, yeah. and then we'll say, okay, movie time, yeah. and then we'll sit down with our little cocktails, and yeah. we'll watch TV, and and we talk, and we, you know, in between, we just have fun. We just relax, yeah. and um, and sometimes, like, I'll be reading a book, and he'll be on the computer, we're in the living room, but we don't always have to, like, you do know, something. do something together, yeah. but we try to, like, have a good conversation together, and it just changes, and then we have this thing where... Uh, at least, if not a little bit more, once a month we go to dinner. And then on another given time, we'll invite a couple to dinner with us. So we want to have our alone date night time, but we also want to include friends because I think being social is super important. You know, we were talking about getting older and how people isolate. Mm -hmm. And I think the people that stay healthy are the ones that are going out and being social and having friendships. Yeah, yeah. and doing stuff. And it is important. I think, you know, it's it's always really difficult because I'm in this weird space. So Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, my daughter's going to be getting married. 
my 16-year-old is starting to drive. She's mm-hmm. not quite there yet. But the house is empty a lot mm-hmm. because my younger one is a little more social than my older one was. And so my older one was home a lot. And my younger one likes to be out with her yeah. friends and do stuff. And so You're we are halfway alone. there. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of times, like, I'll get ready to cook dinner. And they'll be like, why do I cook dinner? Like, no one's here. I'm like... <laughs> No one's here to eat it. Which, Why by the way, we still, like you and I, because yeah. we're cooks, we still cook for six. Yeah. I and don't then know how to cook. It's like, oh, it's just us. Well, and that's the problem. You know, I was telling someone the other day, I go, you know, I, when Nina left for college, I had a really hard time going from cooking for from four to three. And that doesn't seem like it would be a big deal. But for some reason, like, it was like, I only knew how to cook for six yeah or two yeah because you always cook for six even though there was four of us because there's always extra you're like i love leftovers the next day but then it's like it's just the two of you and you go there's nothing at the store really for two right you have to cook up for four right well thankfully now i have to take care of my dad so So i take it so i always i still make four to six because now i got one that lives on her own but she still likes to come over for dinner and so once in a while we'll just you know make a big blast of food but yeah so that kind of that just changes the dynamic and things and I think even just even what you talk about because I Mm -hmm. think a lot of times like even when the kids were younger you know we'd go to dinner and we talked about the kids the the whole time so I mean and we talked about this in several podcasts before as well but I think finding something that you're really passionate and want to do, because mm-hmm. I see so many women that get wrapped up with their children being their whole life. Mm-hmm. And they're not thinking about like, sorry, I don't care. I mean, your kid might live at home, but he's still not your, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's not, he's not yours to hover keep or over. hover over. I yeah. mean, your kids are going to, even if they live at home, they yeah. still have very separate they lives. They should be separate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that, you know, it's harder to live out on your own because mm-hmm. it is expensive. And so yeah. they have a lot of older children that yeah. live in their home, but they're not there well, we either. had one that went to college yeah. and came back home for a while. And she just recently moved wow. out this last mm-hmm. uh, four months ago. And, um, you know, we welcome that back. Like we're never going to say you can't move in, but, um, we wanted to make it really clear to our kids that we kind of have a rule in our house. Like once you're 18, it's like, you got to go away to college because you, that has to start your independence. And then you're all, you're always welcome to come back as for a transitional period, but there's a limit to how long you can stay because I think, well, the longer you don't, I mean, I understand like it's hard for, you know, I, I don't like people to use the excuse of like, Oh, it's so expensive living in California. They can't afford. I'm like, no, no, no. Then they need to go out. If they have a college education and you know, this is coming from someone who doesn't, I I don't feel sorry for that. I'm like, sorry, if you have a college education, you you need to rise to the occasion and Mm -hmm. find that job that pays well to help you move out. Because if you keep nurturing that, Oh, it's just really hard. And that becomes 25. codependent. Then you it become, does. You, then you become codependent on your children. And then that causes conflict in your marriage because yep. you have an adult child that you're still doing laundry for, that you're still cooking for. Mm-hmm. And I see it a lot. And I, I'm like, that's great for a time because I'm all about, you know, I, I want to be that kind of mom right. that's always nurturing. I don't, you know, but I, I grew up very like rigid, like get the yeah. heck out of the house and start yeah. your life. And so I kind of put that in my kids too, that it's great. Like, I want you to always feel welcome to come home, but you can't stay there forever. Well, and I think, you know, I think too, a lot of, I think in this generation, you know, a lot of times Times we've we've allowed our children to kind of become codependent on us, and then we're Absolutely. in turn codependent on them. Yeah, and so well, we're moms not, like it. 
they do like it and they're not, they're not allowing their kids to grow where, I mean, yeah. I just think it's really important to push your kid to struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think this generation, a lot of times, like start. I was talking, I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to this younger gal and she was like, Oh, you know, kind of saying, well, you know, I want to have this and I want to have this. And I'm thinking, man, like it took me 30 years to right. get to like where, and it wasn't, you know, we, we were poor, we were broke. I mean, we didn't have two nickels to rub together when we got married. I mean, yeah. you know, and it's like, there's part of it that, that the, the struggle makes them a greater person. Yeah, and so I think a lot of times the parents, them. yeah, parents are trying to hold on so yeah. tight that they don't want them. I don't want them to struggle. I don't want them to struggle. Them to struggle yeah. And I'm like, they're they not going to be able to eat dinner. It's they, like, it's okay. Yeah. I got to starve a couple of meals. They will, <laughs> yeah. They need to struggle. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times we do ourselves as a service in our marriage, mm. um, by just being like, Oh, you, you, it's okay. Like, we'll take care of you. We'll take care of Mm. you. And it's like, at the end of the day, you married the man you married, that's your partner. And that's who you agreed Mm -hmm. to be with for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Your children are that added wonderful bonus, but they were never intended to stay under your roof. You're meant to be an empty nester. You are not supposed to be taking care of your adult children. Um, and if that means they have to room mm-hmm. somewhere else, maybe they can't even afford an apartment, right. but there are people that rent out rooms. There are people, there's uh, studio apartments. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to, um, push them to that next degree so that then th- once they're in that place, then they say, well, this doesn't feel good. Let me get to the next place. Right. And that's how they grow to be independent. And so I think that's why a lot of marriages do fall apart after 30 years too, is maybe, you know, the parents are on opposite ends of like letting the kids stay there for too Mm -hmm. long. And maybe that causes a rift between the marriage to where they just don't even want to argue about it anymore. So then they're not talking at all. And so I think it's important to nurture your relationship and come together to say, what is the cutoff date for our kids? You know, and give them some timelines. And even, you know, if kids do come back from college and they're in transition of like finding that job and not everyone gets placed in a job directly out of college, that's okay. But you have to set a time limit to say, okay, you have a year or you have six months or whatever that thing is for you. Like, you know, you don't have to pay rent here, but here's what you need to do. You're going to find a job and then, um, maybe save up to whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. and then you're ready to move to the next level. And so it's an easy transition because they can be at home. They don't, if they shouldn't have bills. And so they can save up that money a lot quicker. So that's why I'm saying six months to a year, you should have a good little nest egg going on. Um, you can work together to like put something in savings and then kick them out. Yeah. (laughs) And then that way you and your husband now can, redevelop it's it's like that's why I say we're dating again is because it we have come into a newer relationship it's almost like starting your marriage over again Mm -hmm. is that now you have to decide and it and it is different because now you're older and you have different ailments and different little quirky things that you do so sometimes you know we ruffle feathers because Uh, you know, like he's upset about this or he can't hear this or I can't do that. And my knees don't work. And, you know, there's things change. You're not 20 years old and just like goo goo gaga in love anymore. Now you have ailments to deal with. It becomes becomes a partnership. You know, I mean, like 
not that you lose the romance because I, I no, do, you don't ever want to lose the romance. That's why I say it. we're still dating again because yeah. we actually created our romance right. again, but it is different. Well, of course it's different because, you know, when you're in your 20s, there's just so many things that it, you want to do. Like, you know, for, for us, a lot of times, you know, it's just getting a night in to just yeah. do nothing. And you enjoy that. Yeah. Or yeah. just, you know. Or going away just for overnight for overnight, somewhere. Yes. Or just being able to get up in the morning and go, let's go drive down the coast. Right. Right. And I think that's what people forget is that. You know, when you're, when you have kids and you're growing up and when they're growing up, it's like you have all these things on your calendar, mm-hmm. like that, because you don't have the freedom to just get up and, and go away. And I know that when we were first married, when Nina was a baby, we used to go visit my in-laws quite a bit because it was just her and there were no, really no schedules at that point, you know, and we would go all the time. And as the kids have gotten bigger and their activities have gotten greater and, you know, we've gotten busier, we don't do that as much. And so I am actually really looking forward to being able to go, you know, do the visits and go, just go away for the weekend. Yeah. Um, because I want to, and I I just think people miss out on that piece of it. Like they're so, they want this, they want it to you have to work at it. Like, I'm not going like, to, like, I don't think it's anybody is just transitions into empty nest easy. And you don't, your marriage doesn't get easier no. just because you've been married 30 years. No. It's, you still have to put the work into it. Cause mm-hmm. like I say, like different ailments come up, different situations come up. You know, we've had different medical issues that have come up and it has changed our lives together, but we have to adjust to that. And mm-hmm. if you love that person, you learn how to work within those boundaries. Right. You know, Mike and I just got back from a week. We were able to take vacation, just the two of us to Seattle last year. We had the whole mm-hmm. family in Hawaii, which was super fun. But now we were like, nope, we need to go away together. And mm-hmm. we had so much fun because there wasn't any big expectations. Mm-hmm. We're not like huge thrill seekers or anything right. like that. And um, we were laughing. Well, the space needle made her dizzy, Oh so. my gosh. So we were <laughs> laughing because we were like, I don't like heights. And now the last few years, I want to say the last six years, I've had bouts with vertigo and it comes and goes, but I have learned that, um, it's usually around water or sometimes with heights or elevators kind of thing. But we wanted to see the space needle. And so I was like, okay, Probably I'm, not a I'm going to try people. it. I'm going to try it. <laughs> and um, I was fine. We got in the elevator and I was like, this is cool. I got out to the top part. My husband's hanging back a little bit. And I'm like, why is he not coming? I was like, come on, take a picture, you know? And so he walked over, we sat on this thing and then he just directly went back to by the windows. And I thought that's kind of weird. So then he goes, well, let's go downstairs. The next level is where it turns and it has that glass bottom. Okay. Well, as soon as I got to that and I saw the glass bottom and it moving, I started getting dizzy. So I had to turn my back to that. And I was like, nope, we're done. We're good. Well, then my husband tells me, he goes, honestly, when I got on the elevator, I started feeling a little weird too. And I said, we are so old. And we started laughing because... It's okay. Like we have come to that yeah. place where we're not, we can't do right. these things that She's probably not be bungee done. jumping. We will not be, but I have gone parasailing. <laughs> okay. Um, and so we, we waited for the elevator and we right. went, we, we were like, okay, we were probably we're there done. for a half hour. We're done. we're done. We're good. We saw it. We took pictures. We saw, uh, people getting engaged. It was Valentine's day. Oh. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if somebody proposed, boom, we get up to the top. There's this older couple. It was super cute. And he's proposing and Mike goes, what the heck? You just That's said crazy. that. And we were laughing. 
So we get to the bottom and we ended up going into the, we always mispronounce, I think it's Chululi Gardens, which is all these glass oh, ornaments yes. that they put place, in an yeah. outside. Well, they had a museum of it. Mm-hmm. And then outside they had all these blown glass, beautiful things that look like flowers and leaves. And I was like, oh, this is more, 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 <laughs> more our the speed. Walk is more Let's our just speed. walk through the gardens. The walk this is, is more our speed. But, That's hilarious. you know, it's so beautiful to be able to you know, know as an empty nester, like we can laugh at those things and we can relax. We don't have to. And if you are thrill seekers, how much fun is it going to be that you can go bungee jumping at 50 or 60 years old? Cause that's your deal. And that's what you like to do. Or you like to go jet skiing. You know, we all know that when you're raising kids, like it wasn't a vacation until one of them threw up or exactly. one of them, Someone like, got somebody you, got sick oh, or you're in the ended ER. up in the ER. Yeah. Like, so, I exactly. mean, at least yeah. if it's with your husband, I it's mean, only, thank God yeah. I, we didn't end up in the ER, so we're yeah. good. Yeah. But no, I mean, I do think that we, we kind of take for granted that it just being the two of you is easier. And you know, how much easy. fun was it? Like we got to go to these amazing restaurants. restaurants. We yeah. love to eat like new food and, um, and we just had fun doing that. We were like, where are we going to eat out tonight? And um, walking through Pike's Market. And so now we're kind of like, we're, we're other, we've decided this year that every year we want to go somewhere we've never that's been awesome. before. What a great thing. And so yes, that's, that's something new, fun you can yeah, do. Yeah, that's some new yeah. like, things that you guys want to do outside of like the norm or what maybe you couldn't do. Because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're raising kids, you don't have the extra money to be able to do like these awesome vacations. I know right. Jason and I have been really fortunate because we have done a you couple of... You always take awesome we vacations. We did. I took, well, I took some... I took some... We've taken some good vacations. Like last year, we went to Mexico and it was just the two of us and it was for four days, but it was just so awesome to just get mm-hmm. away the, the two of us and mm-hmm. to reconnect and take a walk on the beach. And, you know, we just interviewed my mom today and she... So I was. Cute. We were talking about how I love every Wednesday they carve time out mm-hmm. to go do things together. Mm-hmm. But I... I know that when they were first empty nesters, it was hard, you know, mm-hmm. it was hard to figure out a balance of like, how do we make this work now? Because yeah. you love your kids. And, and by the way, I will say it's funner to be around your kids when they are adults. Yeah. Cause now you can be friends with right. them. Please don't be friends with your kids when they're young yeah, and teenagers. No. Cause no. they're not your friend, but <laughs> they <laughs> hate to tell you. <laughs> but don't uh, be the cool mom. You sorry. know, it's really fun when, you do take vacations when they're adults because they are fun to be around. And that too is part of the empty nester is you can invite them back in. And now all four of you are adults where you can, you know, kick back, have a cocktail or right. go you went talk to, like, about you took subjects. Your grandson about, to Disneyland, yeah, which was awesome. so fun. fun. And so you get to really enjoy time with them and it's on a different level. And so it gets better. It's yeah. not something to be sad about. It's well, and I like, think that's a lot of like people. I feel like people are always like, "Oh, my kids are growing. Like they're not dying. They're yeah, just right. like growing they're up. They're going away I mean, from me. You know what I, I would, mean? Like I want to so, sleep in their bed I mean, with them. <laughs> it's okay to like let yeah. them grow up and start their own lives. And I and I I know that you had mentioned we had talked about this, but. Like single moms, I know that's yeah. so hard too. Like, I mean, we both have spouses that we're walking into the empty nest with, but I know, you know, I have a couple really good friends that their husbands have passed and yeah. it's a really hard place to be when you're, you know, letting your kids go and, you know, they're, they're moving on with their alone. own life and yeah. you're kind of alone. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, having good supportive friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding a community of girlfriends mm-hmm. and, you know, people who and kind try of share to go the same out things. And meet someone. Yeah. It, you're, li- you're not... 
your life isn't over, you know, just because mm-hmm. your kids grow up. If yeah. you are single, you should have love again. If yeah. that's what you want, if you're happy being alone, that's great too. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it just, it's very, um, it's a very different place to be. And I think it can be really, really rewarding to watch your children, um, grow up and be successful and be able to come home and relax with just your spouse. But, you know, if you don't nurture that beforehand, before they leave, it can be a really isolating place and really depressing. Yeah. And, um, so that's why I think it's important to talk about it is really nurture your relationship now before those kids leave, because, It is just, I always tell people, Mm -hmm. if you can look across the kitchen table and say, that's my best friend right there, Mm -hmm. then you're good. But if you're looking across the kitchen table before those kids are leaving and thinking, I can't be alone with this person, you have an issue. You need to nurture on her, figuring it out and go to therapy. uh If you need their, like Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes, because there are hours upon hours that you are just with that person. Yeah. There is nobody else around. And if you can't talk to that person and share with that person, like Mike and I still laugh as much as we bicker and goof off and just get on each other's nerves. We still look at each other and we go, you're my best friend. And he Mm -hmm. goes, you're my best friend. And we we truly love each other. You know, we we enjoy each other's company. We um, we get each other Mm -hmm. through all our ailments, through growing old. We're going into this new season like we're old, you know, there's no getting around that. Like we both have ailments. We both have, you know, medical things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we truly like yeah, if you look getting back, into your older years. Yeah. Yes. I mean, from 30 years ago, like we yeah. have a lot of stuff that we had to adjust our life to. And it could have really caused a lot of friction where it's mm-hmm. just like, this is too much. I don't want to deal with this. But when you love someone, you realize as you get older, like you better take care of your spouse through sickness and health, like what they say. I mean, I always say love is an action. It's not a feeling. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that like every day you have to put it into action and um, you you got to take care of them. And honestly, like one question I would, if you're struggling, like knowing you're going to be an empty nester, Mm -hmm. ask yourself, like, why am I fearful of being alone with the person mm. that I committed to marrying. Because I think if you can answer that, there might be a whole lot of other things mm-hmm. underlying to mm-hmm. that. I mean, you know, maybe, I mean, I know that for Jason and I, it will definitely be an adjustment because mm-hmm. I got pregnant, we got married in October and I got pregnant in April. So, I mean, mm-hmm. my life has always been mm-hmm. with the kids, mm-hmm. but we have also, you know, gotten involved in the community. We're involved mm-hmm. in church. We have all of our side stuff that we're doing. And that really drives us to have other conversations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Besides just our children. And you guys always communicate together. Yeah, so we do. that's a huge thing. I was kind of laughing because I'll tell <laughs> So I was telling Phyllis that our calendars have been so crazy that I bought this gigantic calendar. <laughs> She's like, get the bigger calendar. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, this calendar that's going on the back of my pantry door. Because so now I, she not only has a goal, I have a goal she, to, now she's I got a, a gigantic calendar. <laughs> Why do I feel like Corey Clark would be really proud of me? I right know. Now? <laughs> Corey Clark, we yeah. need a big calendar, calendar for Rhonda. But, you know, it's, it, it's, <laughs> I say that because it's like, you know, it's right now it's this crazy season, even with my 16 year old, just having one left, it's busy. So we know when that's gone, it's just going to really be about Jason and I planning what we want to do together. Yeah. And so it will be an adjustment. And I, you know, there's going to be a lot of empty space. I'll have to, I ask, (laughs) you know, I'm actually really excited because I feel like 
we'll be able to just do some more stuff that we want to do yeah, now. It's good. And so, yeah. you know, hurry up, Kalia, get out of here. I'm I just know. Just, <laughs> just get out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So no matter what, your family is always your family, but change is bound to happen. So don't be afraid. Embrace it. The beauty of growing older is watching your children become productive adults. Well, hopefully. <laughs> uh, watching them start their own families, grandkids. I know I, I get excited because I always say, oh, my gosh, it's going to be my next You're gonna season. You're going to be a grand, I'll be a grandma season. not anytime soon, I'm told. No, but, yeah. Um, It'll happen. But hopefully, you know, in the next like five years would be great. Um, mm. And being able to fall in love with your husband even deeper. So empty nesters, let's go have fun again. Yeah. And it's time to rediscover our lives. And we love you guys. We're just so happy to be doing this podcast. We just get so many awesome dms and i just want to let you guys know that we love our 24 karat tribe like you guys are seriously the best like phyllis and i will like sometimes cry because we're like oh my gosh look how sweet they are we're (laughs) like in awe the things we get so many messages and now we've got people doing their own stories advertising for us so we're like yeah thanks like keep doing the shout outs for us we love it so if you are do not subscribe to our show we're asking that you subscribe review because reviews do help us grow Mm -hmm. And share, 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 share. And if you have not followed us on 24 Carat Conversations podcasts, why not? Please do, and you better. <laughs> um, but until next time, guys, we love you and sparkle on. Bye, peeps. Bye.